Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here at our ground zero. 
Needless to say, all of a sudden, about eight minutes before the show was about to get started, everything fell apart. Skype went out on me. I hope that you can hear me clearly. If not, I will set up another time, probably tomorrow, to do this show again. But hopefully you can hear me well on my alternate uh, communication device. But um, as I said before, welcome to you wherever you are listening all over the world. This is part two of a two-part series that I started this past Tuesday. It's all about shattered pieces. And before we get started, as always, I want to say a special shout-out to all of uh, our fellow female sisters listening over on the Armed Forces Radio Network. Um, A special shout-out to those who have served, all the women veterans, and to those who are serving active duty now. Just want you to know, once again, you are appreciated, respected, honored, and loved. Thank you so much for your prior and current service, and a special hello to our fellow brothers who are serving as well. We're keeping you all in our prayers. So once again, um, we started a conversation uh, this past Tuesday, of course, about shattered pieces. Um, A lot of people are shattered. The pieces haven't fallen apart yet, but we're full of crap. And for some reason, we're living in this delusion that we're just shattered, we're not broken. You see, many of us have convinced ourselves that even though we are shattered, the pieces have not fallen apart, therefore, we're not broken. Just a little crack here and there, you know, and we have convinced ourselves that we're not broken. And as I said, this is Uh, Part two of this series Uh, If you missed part one There's several ways you can hear that as well Or you can send me a text I'll tell you how to do that before the show ends And I'll send you the link to our player But we have to consider that Even though the pieces Have not fallen The cracks can still allow All types of things to get in The cracks can allow all types of debris to get in. If you've ever had a cracked windshield on your car, you know that several things will make that crack grow. What starts off small in the upper left-hand corner will end up all the way across your windshield. And in many states, I'm assuming that once it gets to be too bad, uh, you could get stopped by the police, you could get cited for that, get a ticket, um, some type of reprimand for that. So we are talking about the next phase of this, what we do, and some of the signs that we are indeed broken. Because when we are shattered, we're not as strong as we were when of course, we were whole. So for today, we're going to just be sharing quite a few things today. For me, you know, let's talk about rape, abuse, domestic violence, uh, no self-esteem, um, loss of a child, divorce, um, starting over. You know, that's our time when we need to really clean up our mess. We need to clean up our mess. It's as simple as that. And when I say our mess, I mean the mess 
that's around us. I'm not saying take claim to things that you had no real control over a part in. That's not what I'm saying. But we need to clean up the mess. We need to clean out the clutter. But one of the worst things that we can do when we become shattered is to experience loss of self. And in order for us to move on from that, we have to be proactive. You know, God, the universe, a rock, or whatever you choose to um, expect to give you answers. It will not just fix things. It doesn't work that way. We need to help ourselves build our new solid grounds. We need to do that for ourselves. We have to put one foot in front of the other. We have to cross that bridge because our healing is waiting for us on the other side. We cannot simply sit back and wait for something or someone else to fix our problems. We simply cannot do this. And welcome to those of you who are joining us in the call query and who will listen to this uh, program in the replay. One thing that I have decided to do after a lot of soul searching is that I'm a teacher, I'm a speaker, I'm a teacher, I'm a mentor. So a lot of these shows will be what I consider one-on-one. It'll just be you and me. And, yes, I know that there's a lot of you listening, but this is what I'm saying to you. And for those of you who I actually work with outside of any type of media, um, when I work with you in coaching or mentoring or whatever it is, you know that when it's our time, it is our Time. It's not the time of anyone else. I don't take phone calls. I don't take text messages. If it's about you and me, then that is where we are. That is how I am carrying these programs because I want you to know that being an empath in this world, I feel and see a lot of things. And I know that there's someone listening to the sound of my voice who needs to hear exactly what we will be talking about today. And for those of you who are new, I say this each and every week, there are times when I will go silent, and that is not because there's a problem, or prayerfully it's not because there's a problem. It is because I give you that time to decipher and reflect upon and digest what has been discussed up to those moments of silence. And in doing so, you can figure out how the discussion applies to your life or to the lives of others you may know. And if you know people who need to hear this show, please pass it on. Pass it on anyway, because you never know whose path it may come across who needs to hear these words. So let's just keep delving into this a little bit deeper here. Um, you know, I, I had brought up um, my experience with rape because I was reading an article just earlier today that a judge is under investigation now because he had told uh, a young rape victim that maybe she should have kept her knees closed. And he went on to tell her that maybe she should have pushed her pelvis down towards the sink and that, you 
you know, it would have been um, a lot harder for her male assailant to penetrate her. And uh, he went on to tell the male, who, by the way, he um, exonerated of all charges that uh, men need to be more um, more gentle when they're raping us, and um, they should really cover themselves better, and um, things of that nature. And it just made my skin crawl because, as I said, when I became a broken piece, now I have been in this realm of helping people for decades, literally. Then I, um, I had risen above the abuse from my childhood and all of that and the fact that family members turned the other way. And I'm still to this day trying to make pretend like I should just forget everything and move on. And technically I have. It's my abuser who keeps the crap going in my life, but um, when I married the wrong man and ended up in a domestic violence situation and uh, more abuse and violence and infidelities and um, adultery and, and cruel and inhuman punishment, things like that, I knew for myself that I had to get out. When I looked in the mirror and did not recognize who I saw staring back at me, I knew that it was time for me to move on. And it was so subtle and so amazing that I could not even tell you how I felt when I discovered this. And I had this epiphany while I was looking at the person staring back at me in the mirror, um, how he had meticulously isolated me from family and friends. He had... um, he was actually under the impression that he could have the neighbor and come home to me too. That wasn't going to work, not in my world. Um, in the end, uh, one of the first things that I remember is that I had told my mother that, uh, you know, the marriage was over and I was going to divorce him because he was, had some major issues. She started jumping up for joy and saying, oh, thank the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glad it's over, blah, blah, blah. And one of the things that, I just sat back and watched it, and I said, wow, you know, you're still um, happy at my downfalls. Nobody wants to get married alone to suddenly wake up one morning to that type of shattered pieces, that shattered uh, marriage, that shattered relationship. No one wants to do that. And, again, if you look at the scenario that I had mentioned earlier about the car's windshield, and they had that thing called, what is it, tempered glass or something, where once it shatters, it doesn't just fall apart. It manages to hold together so that those pieces don't just uh, fly all over the place and cause even major harm or something. Well, it's the same way with life. But the fact remains that that windshield is broken. It's broken. You have one crack that turns into two cracks that turns in from a one-inch crack to an eight-inch crack, and then that crack, it starts to splinter out into other ways, just like our life. When we are shattered, when we are broken, it spreads. It spreads all over the place. And one of the key things that so many people are afraid of is that thing called starting over. We would prefer to stay in that shattered and that cracked situation instead of breaking free from it and replacing that windshield. 
You see, even with the windshield scenario, we're going to stick with this for most of the day. Even with that windshield scenario, what happens is this. We end up at a place at some point where we can no longer see clearly. We no longer know where we're going because it's shattered. It's cracks everywhere. We can't see anymore. It's the same way with life. We become blinded. We can't see our path. We don't know where we're going. So at some point, something has to change. For many of us, we have to invest in that new windshield. In life, we have to invest in our healing process. We have to invest in becoming a new us. We have to rejuvenate, refresh, and renew. We will be able to see clearly when we get to that point where we know that it is time to replace our windshield. Are you following me with this? I want you to understand it. Some of you, you know, even uh, I've gotten uh, letters and things from soldiers who said that, you know, suddenly, you know, we would write every day, we would, I would get all of these messages, and then they began to become less and less. And you're already under enough stress in a foreign land on foreign soil trying to stay alive while you're trying to do your job, and you are wondering what's going on right back here at home where you left loved ones and people you loved and who you just knew back then, they loved you too. But the stress of the distance and the time away and all of that and some other factors possibly have come into play, and you don't know what's going on at home. So some of you come home to a fractured place. You come home to brokenness. And some of you... You've been through a lot. That's the last thing that you need. So that's where all of the people around you who are here to help come into play for you. That's where you have to find those people who are here to help you make it through. We cannot do this alone. And if we think that we can, We are so mistaken. We are so mistaken in that. I want you to understand something. There comes that point when we have to humble ourselves, get to that place where we can't do this alone. Yes, for some of you, especially those of you who have been over there, fighting in these wars, doing all of these things. You think that you're strong. If you can survive that, you can survive anything. And then you come home to the brokenness. You come home to a world that you did not leave. You have to have good people around you, and sometimes they will be people who you do not know. They will be people like me who have reached out our arms to grab you, to hug you, to welcome you home and let you know, guess what? 
I don't know what tomorrow holds, but we're going to walk this journey together. You know, me personally, this is my personal take on things. Some people come along, and it's almost like they're just reading a script, and many of them are, because so many people now go to classes. They're taught how to, exactly what to say. But when you've been to those same classes and you realize that when you hear spiel, when you when when you, you can identify right off the bat if you're someone who's been there, but you had gone to those classes because you wanted to know how to better serve and help people. You wanted to know from your heart and your spirit. You didn't want to do it because you saw dollars and cents. You wanted to do it because you wanted to help people. And I'm saying this because, I know some people who want to jump into things they are so unqualified for and not ready for because, number one, they talk at people, not to people. Number two, they're inexperienced experts that tell people what they need to do. Two major, major mistakes. The whole point for you to heal is for the people around you to help you to develop that plan. Sure. We are there to guide you along and to keep you on track, but only you know the steps you will need to take to get to a point that will make you happy again, that will make you content, that will make you whole again. So before we get going, because I know that this could be a very, very um emotional show for some. We're going to do our breathing exercises. So as we prepare, as always, I need you all to find your favorite chair or a chair, and I want you to lie back or get in a comfortable seated position because you're going to have to close your eyes. And as we get that going, I want you to Breathe. Close your eyes. Lie back. Sit back. Get comfortable. Close your eyes. And now it's time for us to breathe. Let's inhale. Now exhale. Inhale. Hold it. Now exhale slowly. Inhale. Now exhale. I want you to just lie back for a moment. I'm going to turn up our music, our meditative music for a few moments. I just want you to get centered. I want you to get grounded. I want you to feel some sense of calm just for a few moments. Just relax.
If you need to cry, shed some tears. Tears have healing properties. So go ahead and shed whatever you need to do. I just want you to lie back and stay seated for a moment. I know how this must feel to so many of us out here. I know how it makes me feel. I know the pain. I know what it feels like. That is why I have made the choice to become that person who can have this one-on-one time with you. Yes, some shows we do have special guests coming on, but those are special shows. So we are going back to doing what I love to do best, spend my time right here one-on-one with you. And I want to thank you all for all of your wonderful messages that you send to me weekly, letting me know that you had stopped by and you heard one of the programs or you have listened to several of the programs. Two-part series was all about learning how to come to terms with the fact that when that windshield is shattered, when that windshield is riddled with cracks, it is broken. We are broken just like the windshield. We cannot continue to convince ourselves that because the pieces have not begun to fall apart yet, that we are not broken because we are, and we need to address it before we're in the middle of moving, 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 and that windshield shatters totally. That's when we have that thing called a breakdown. Lord knows I don't want any of us to ever get to that point. You know, I've shared for a long time that I was diagnosed as a clinical depressive years ago. I know what it's like to have those ugly, ugly, ugly thoughts. But for the grace of my God, that's why I worship God, that I'm still here. Because there are days when I just don't feel like it. These are the nastiest, sorriest, some of the the nastiest and sorriest people on the face of the planet. And it seems that they're getting worse by the minute. It seems that people are just not good people out here anymore. We don't work together. And every time, guess what? Every time I think this way, there was um, where I shop, still predominantly upscale, and people who do not look like me. And um, yesterday I was going to park, and, you know, if you know the story of my little car, I lost my fancy car, I lost my truck, and I had to get a car that was more reliable because when I'm on the road um, going to work or speaking or doing whatever I have to do, I needed something more reliable. And my credit had fallen apart, of course, due to the divorce and other um, things that had happened in my life. And... Um, I was there, and this is the point about having, knowing that there's still some good in the world. Young guy, gentleman, Caucasian gentleman, this big truck, you know, with the big tires and, you know, waving flags and all of this and that. Um, He had gone past the space, and then I was going to turn in, and then he he stepped on his brakes, and then he backed up to go into the space. And I couldn't turn to the other side, and it was so funny because the other lady um, um, a Muslim family, they were packing up their car and they had their doors open and I couldn't turn into that space 
And she was yelling, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I said, it's fine. I said, I'll just find another space. As I was waiting for the gentleman to back into the space, well, the space behind him was open as well. And he looked at me, and, I, you know, I was just, just sitting there, nothing, just waiting for him to finish, and I smiled a little bit. And uh, he backed back to the other space so that I could get into the space that I was going to go in. But he had decided he wanted after he had passed it. So, again, um, he got out and, you know, nothing fancy there. He got out of his car and went on about his business. And um, I was like, wow, okay. And the other family was so happy that I didn't attack them or curse them out. They were so appreciative. And I'm like, hey, you know what? <laughs> not everybody's that way. Take your time. I'm not in a rush either way. I can, you know, go here and someone else would probably know that I'm waiting for that space probably because the gentleman was still backing into the other space. But the thing that I want you to know is that there are good people out here. We are here to help you. We really do care. We are not here to make what you're going through any worse. But from me to you, you have to understand that when you have that many cracks in your life, you at some point you are going to shatter, broken. If it's cracked, it's broken. Don't convince yourself otherwise because you can still drive, you can still get around with that windshield. At some point, it will have to be replaced because if you don't replace it and you're riding down the highway, say the temperature flux or something comes along or some other type of debris just taps that windshield a little bit, guess what's going to happen? It's going to shatter into a million pieces right in your lap as you're driving down that highway because it is not as strong as it was when it was whole. Again, the same thing applies to us in life. When we become cracked, when we become shattered, we are not as strong as we were when we I need you to understand this because, oh, screen on your iPad, iPhone, and X-Droid, Android, Hybroid, whatever the cases are nowadays, just because it's cracked, if it still works, it's okay. It's not okay. You stand the chance of all types of debris getting into that phone. You stand a chance of moisture getting into that screen. You stand the chance of it just all of a sudden malfunctioning one day. It's broken. It must be made whole again. I don't know how to fix them when they go out, but you have to get it fixed at some point. You simply have to. Because if you drop your phone once, and, you know, every time I turn on my phone, people are more amazed that they look like almost brand new. And then most people come in here, they've torn their phones up. How do you do this? Well, first of all, I'm still connected to the human world. I love speaking to you, looking in your eyes, listening to what you have to say. I love that. So for me, yeah, I am going to be right here with you. I am going to be listening, not just hearing you speak, but listening to what you have to say. 
what I do. It's what I do. I enjoy listening to you. I enjoy being right here with you because I have been through so much in my life, so much. I would not ever, ever, ever be here and try to guide you down a road I've never been uh, through or that I've never crossed. I don't know anything about that, and that's why when I say if you find yourself in that place, make sure that who you are aligning with are people that know exactly what you need. If it's medication that you need, make sure that you get your medication and you take your medication, okay? Let me say that part again. If it's medication that you need, Make sure that you get and take your medication. I'm not big on all of that. I want to become whole as best I can without having all of that anymore. And the kicker was I was on so many medications at one time that one thing was helping this problem, but it was tearing up another part of my body. And then two medications weren't getting along with one another. And not because, obviously, um, the doctor should have known that they were giving me medications that were not would not interact properly, but the thing was it was all about my body's chemistry and what was going on and how to process which one and this and that. Very strange body I have, but it's all about me learning myself and learning when it's time to take things to a different level. But by me walking this journey and learning how to speak about the uncertainty things that have happened to me, and to do this with the most authenticity and transparency, it helps me to heal. And every time that I spend time with each and every one of you, and I hear back from you, it's helping me to heal as well. That is the difference in what we do. You have to know who's there to help you because if they're not there to help you for all the right reasons, all the wrong things will happen. Let me say that again. If the people who you align with are not there to help you for all the right reasons, all of the wrong things will happen. I promise you this, that is what will happen. Sad to say, but it is exactly what happens. So we have to know who you are aligning with. If you're not near me and you need someone who's in your area, all you have to do is let me know. We will find someone in your area. I promise you this. We will find someone in your area. We will. So I need you to take that time. I need you to take that time to find the right people, to know, to recognize that, yes, indeed, you're not just shattered. You're absolutely broken, and we need to prepare for when those pieces begin to fall. We need to prepare for this. To continue to breathe. I want you to continue to breathe. Mm. 
inhale. Now exhale. Inhale. Now exhale. Continue to breathe. I need you to breathe. I want you to breathe. Inhale. Now exhale. Inhale. Now exhale. We are in this together. We are walking this journey together. Where are you in this journey? Do you see what I'm saying? Do you understand my words? Look at those cracks. When you look in the mirror, Talk to that person you see. Do you remember when you saw the first crack? Compare how many cracks you have now opposed to when you discovered the first crack, when you experienced that first crack. At some point, it's going to shatter. But right now, it's already broken. We have to become whole again. And sometimes in order for us to do that, we're going to become whole in an entirely new environment. Everything that we knew and or loved may be gone. Everything that we were used to, we may have to get used to something brand new. You know, I've always said that I have so many family who I have, to my knowledge, no DNA connection to whatsoever. I have no DNA connection to. What's that say to you? What's that telling you? Sometimes there are people who we may not have met yet who will become the best family we could have. The way it works. And we have to understand that we deserve to be whole. We deserve to be complete. It's a long journey. It's a long road. one that we will have to cross so that we can be strong again, so that we can be able to handle whatever comes our way. 
Welcome to those of you who are joining us in the call, Query. As always, I'm here. We are in our quiet moment so that we can digest, reflect, and think about the conversation thus far. This is part two of our two-part series about shattered pieces. Some of us, we've been in relationships for years. Whether you've been in a relationship for six months, six years, 60 years, 25 years, 50 years, 10 years, you were there for a reason. And sometimes we wake up one morning and all of that has changed. The one thing that I've heard this past week, once again, is a lot of breakups. And some people can't get through the fact that there's not going to be a chance for a makeup. It's over. It's done. Some of you may come home to the brokenness. I pray that you do not, but we all know that the realization of life and this world is that for some of us it may very well happen. We don't want it to happen. We pray that it doesn't happen, but sometimes it does. I didn't want my marriage to break up. I didn't want that to happen, especially at my age. I was ready for us to build the new home and have a space for the children to come when they wanted to visit and all of that. Well, that didn't happen. And the home that I did have built that we lived together um, and as husband and wife, he proceeded to tear that up because he didn't want me to have anything either. He and the neighbor, they run around, they've tried all types of tricks and, and you know, doing some things that um, we're, go- we're still working on, some lawsuits and things about. But the bottom line is simple. I had to keep moving. I can't stop and wallow in that. What am I supposed to do? Every time he's at the neighbor's family's house, I'm going to go outside and just stare at the house, get mad? Why? He doesn't care. He may, but I don't care if he cares or not. Stop living, bottle myself up in this house so that oh, he might be out front. He might be this. He's a, a an unlicensed contract, and people like cheap labor. He could be working on anyone's home because all of a sudden the neighbors who are there talking about, oh, girl, I'm so sorry. Oh, I need this fix. Oh, he'll charge me X, Y, Z while other real people where I can get some type of a warranty stuff are going to charge me this. I don't care as long as it's fixed. Then you have those neighbors who think that, you know what, let's just bat each other's eyes and look at each other back and forth, and that means that, oh, he's going to like me too. Oh, the things that he's pulled in this neighborhood, sometimes I just get out my popcorn and watch and see when they'll be bright enough to catch one another and know that he's got little scams running with several women in the neighborhood. I'm just up there. The main neighbor who caused, who was a part of our divorce, I'm waiting for him to marry her so that way she can really keep him and all of his other women too. Yeah, this is just the human side of me talking. You know, people can get up and say, oh, I forgive you. You know what? Let me tell you something. I forgive him as long as he lives and breathes in her too and her family. Because it was so funny, when I saw her mother and father and her sister, they had come along, and we always used to talk. And I said, yeah, we're going to get a divorce. He's having an affair with a neighbor. He talked about these ratchet, skanky women. I just let 
let him talk. I never told him because he had been sick with a heart ailment that the woman that, that ratchet, skanky woman was his daughter. I never told him that, but when I saw his, her sister um, a couple days later, I said, you know, we're talking about your sister. And she was like, no, my Lord, and blah, blah, blah. She said, well, I'll let him know that you want to speak to him, and I just let it go. I said, you know what, it's not even important. Let me see what these people are going to do. They welcomed my ex-husband. At the time, he was still my husband. But they welcomed him into their home with their daughter. And I, I was just so taken aback by all of that. But then it didn't surprise me. Cheap labor will always win out of human dignity and respect and civility, always. Money over humility any day. And right now, this is the world that we happen to live in. So for those of you who are going through this, there you go. You know that I know what it's like. I know. And the neighbor thought that she had something. Little does she know he's unemployed, he's a bum, he's doing uh, contract work, he doesn't have a license. You know, um, he's got an F rating with the Better Business Bureau because they finally figured out that this guy was a con artist. Uh, If you really do your homework and look at all of the different sites where they have real people who are complaining, there's you know, if you can find a, a sites that have over 100 different complaints on different sites and then one or two that says he's the best thing from sliced bread and air, it's pretty safe to say that those one or two or five or six are probably done by people who he knows. And someone had posted, it was so funny, that um, don't trust him. Uh, the good posts are done by his lady friend and neighbor. And um, I was like, wow, this guy is really, really out there, some people may be saying, well, why do you know all of this? Well, simple, because they're still putting my name and my addresses in my home in the middle of their mess. So when people come to contact me, I need to know why. She can't seem to keep a job. She's as much of a criminal as he is, so therefore, they're like two peas in a pod. They need to be two peas in a penal institution, but they're they're made for each other. But because they still do things and have my address and my name and things, and when people are searching for them, they're coming to find them through me. That's how I get involved. That's why I know what else they're up to. It's not because I'm obsessed, because guess what? I wouldn't take him back. I would take my last breath before I would take him back into my life ever. And that's a show for another day because some of you shattered pieces would sit back and wait and try to get back what you lost. And there's nothing worse than me listening to a group of women talk, and they're all attacking the woman, whomever she is, family member, neighbor, coworker, whatever. Got that part. Yeah, the neighbor is a skank, but it's okay. It's okay because guess what? I know what she has. And trust me, how does that adage go? One person's trash is another's treasure. Well, my trash is her trash. There's no treasure in it. I treasure my peace of mind. I treasure my freedom. I treasure my release. I treasure my life. That is what I treasure. So that's a different spin on one person's trash is another person's treasure. My trash became her trash. Now they're both trash together. And I treasure every moment that I don't have to deal with him anymore. That's how you do it, people. That is the beginning. 
I refuse to live my life as a shattered piece. And I always speak about it's okay. We can't just disown who we were and what we've been through. That is why I say we pick the best of those shattered pieces and we create a new masterpiece. Why? Because we're brand new. We have enough with us so that we won't make that same mistake again. We have enough of the best pieces, which is the wisdom that we bring with us. But we're a brand-new masterpiece. The rest of those shards and pieces, we sweep that out with the trash. That's part of our past. Refuse to be a shattered piece. Refuse to be a shattered piece. Refuse to be a shattered piece. So we're bringing this topic to a close for now. You'll probably hear me speak about it again sometime down the road. But for today, we're bringing it to a close. So right now, let me just tell you all, and it's time for us to do what we do best, all of our public service announcements. You knew that they were coming. But lots of ways you can get involved if you choose to do so. Over on uh, social media, on Facebook alone, we have a few groups there. We have the original focus, Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. That is our registered trademarked name. When you see it, you will know that for the most part, most of the sites and things that you see actually are True Blue focus sites. And if you have any doubts, you can always um, contact us, and we will be sure to verify um, if the sites are part of our network. Uh, we have Focus Females Global. Now, many of you know that a lot of times you will hear us air the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe that airs on Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here in the USA. Uh, this week, uh, Ruth Kent will be on. She'll be talking about the body codes. Uh, I had my session with her a few weeks ago. I will be sharing all of that with you all on Tuesday. So be sure to listen in if you can. If not, of course, you'll be able to hear the show in the replay. Um, over on Google+, Plus, we have the Relationship Recovery Group. That is my worldwide coaching group. We have members from all over the world. Um, we're multilingual there. We have over 1,100 members there. And many have been there since day one. We have been growing for a long time. Um, let's put it this way. We have longevity with our membership, um, but a lot of our members were there from the beginning because I put the, the program up, and it just grew, and people have come, and they're still there, and I love the fact that we are a growing family that helps one another. Um, we have so many things coming up right now. Uh, Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. We will be filming for television in, in uh, November and December. Uh, if you are local in the Maryland area, we will be filming two months. You can also get in contact with us because we will be talking about this, shattered pieces and relationships. So I definitely would love to hear from you if you would like to be, well, on our talk show or on our television show. So we're going back into the studios in November and December. If you'd like to be a panelist, a guest panelist, get in contact with me, and you can do that by uh, calling 202-618-2556 or send me a text, 
and we will send you that information uh, on what you need to do to prepare for the program. And um, we have several websites, focusfemalesglobal.com. The email there is inspire at focusfemalesglobal.com. There's also a contact form there that you can use if you'd like to reach out to us. My personal website is cmariawall.com. I'm sorry for those of you who may have tried to get to it the other day. Um, We had a little bit of a glitch, but it is back up and running now. Uh, My email address is letsgrow at cmariawall.com. And, of course, there's a contact form there as well. And you can also listen to all of our shows from there because we do have uh, the players on each of our sites. And just so you know, all of our programs, all of our talk shows, all of our programs are sponsored by the Wall Foundation Incorporated, and that is an IRS-approved tax-exempt 501c3 nonprofit, and we welcome your support in any form. If you would like to give a monetary donation that is tax-deductible to the fullest extent of current laws here in the U.S., you can visit our website at thewallfoundationinc.org. There are also donate sites on our other sites as well, uh, buttons where you can uh, send in your donations. If you want to get involved, you have a product or service that you would like to offer, let us know. Again, you can reach us on all of our websites or send me a text at 202-618-2556. And I will get back to you. And for those of you who love to still put pen to paper, our mailing address is Post Office Box 272 in Randallstown, Maryland, 21133. So before we go, as always, what do I do? I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten those rainy days of yours. And I pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn the crown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way from this very moment and beyond. So until next time, I want to let you know, I can't say this enough, but hey, I'm here for you. We are here for you. A lot of people out here, good people who are in this for all the right reasons, who are ready to help walk this journey with you. So reach out. There's always going to be someone there who will be there to grab one. And before we go, as always, let's see. I started doing something new where I was going to pick an organizational resource for you uh, each week. So the National Veterans Foundation Vet to Vet Assistance, Give them a call at 888-777-4443. That's 888-3, the National Veterans Foundation. Uh, It's a great resource for women, veterans. So you might want to check that out. Uh, Their Women's Veterans Resources Program connects women veterans with appropriate resources to help them transition to civilian life after leaving the military and to provide them with resources and tools to transition to civilian life and to continue to be leaders in their community. So, again, reach out. If you need that help, reach out. Reach out to us. 
we're going to keep doing this and um, make sure that you double-check these institutions because, as we've been talking about all day, some people are out here, they say one thing and they do another. So I want you to make sure that you double-check and check all of these resources before you commit to giving them information and expecting something in return. But again, I'm going to continue to feature uh, programs, um, double-check, make sure that they are still um, viable programs for you, and we will continue to bring you the absolute best in programming and resources. So again, be well, be blessed. I will see you here soon. Continue to pay it and pray it forward. I am praying that this program worked well for you today. So until next time, I'm C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. The Mediator, and she will right here at our ground zero, ready to put one foot in front of the other right along with you. As we begin, we will end with Ms. Tori Lee's finally. See you soon, everyone. Have a wonderful, wonderful remainder of your day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.